Welcome to the Way For It Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Mr. Eric Almighty. And on this particular episode of this ongoing series, I'm going to be doing something I've never done before. I'm going to be discussing an anime that hasn't ended its first season and is currently airing now. So I want to talk to you guys about why you should be watching Jujutsu Kaisen in less than 10 minutes. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Alright guys, as you heard at the top, this is something that I've never done before, but honestly, I just could not wait to talk about Jujutsu Kaisen. It's really the most exciting anime that I've probably watched in some time. Hopefully by the end of this short episode, you'll really get the idea of why I feel that way. Now this show is a 24 episode series, to my knowledge, and I believe I'm about 10 episodes in at the time of this recording, so just about the midway point. I'd really recommend, though, that if you do want to watch the first episode and come back, it'll really put a lot of context to what I'm going to mention, because I want to keep it as spoiler-free as possible, but there are some things I just can't avoid talking about. So for the plot, this anime introduces us to a world full of cursed spirits, which are creatures that are invisible to the naked eye, and they feed on unsuspecting humans. We start off the story mainly through the perspective of Yuji Itadori, who is a physically gifted high school student that appears to be coasting through life, spending time in a club where he can relax and hang out rather than athletics where he'd probably be better suited to be. A series of events including curses, death, a jujutsu sorcerer, and a cursed finger all bring a life-changing scenario to this main character, and we see him end up in a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde situation with the King of Curses, Sukuna. The events that happened in episode 1 pretty much set up everything in motion for the rest of the story, and this anime has managed to get more interesting with each passing week. If you really want to put the puzzle pieces together again that I purposely left out, I'm obviously recommending to watch at least the pilot episode. Now when we get to the characters, there's only a few that I'll be able to mention, Uh, but Itadori is the main one of course, he's your typical one in a million protagonist, he's the only one who could be in this scenario and make it out alive. But he's a very likable main character, he's one with a lot of potential, but who gets put in his place many times early on to show how far he really still has to go to progress in the story. On the flip side, Sukuna is basically the most powerful being in this world, and he is a cursed spirit. He's not at full strength though at the start of the story. That cursed finger I mentioned, well, there's more, and in a Dragon Ball Z style plot twist, those need to be collected for him to reach that prime once again. The only other thing in his way is that he's currently sharing a body with Itadori, who seems to be mainly in control, but when he's let off the leash, he's just a complete badass, there's really no other way to explain it. He's evil in all senses of the word, but in a likable way? Again, you really have to watch the show to understand, but there are so many other characters to talk about that have either yet to be fleshed out or fully introduced. I'll focus on the other three main important characters. So you have Fujigaro, he's one of several young students learning to become a Jujutsu Sorcerer who used cursed energy to exercise curses wreaking havoc in the real world. He's a character that's a great counterpart to the main character as his stiff blunt demeanor is a great contrast to Itadori's fun laid back personality. But he's got so much more to him than that, I really love the intrigue about his powers and how strong he can actually become by story's end. 
Kugisagi is the strong female character that helps balance out this group, and she's shown glimpses of being a very powerful ally. She's vocal about what she wants, and she's not going to let anything stand in her way. There's a lot of depth to her that hasn't been explored yet, so while there's still, I feel, a lot left off the table to talk about when it comes to her, I'm really excited to see what she brings to the overall story. And finally, we get to Gojo. And when I say he is the most OP, overpowered character that I've ever seen, I mean this guy is literally untouchable. Without getting into a spoiler on his ability, which is insane by the way, let's just say that I personally have not seen anything like this that I can recall, and when you add in his freestyle personality on top of it, you have the recipe for pretty much everyone's favorite type of character. He's a mentor, a goofball, a man with a plan, he's cocky as hell, and for good reason too. He's honestly the reason I wanted to do this episode before season's end, and him alone is worth the price of admission. Now before I get into the animation, uh, the opening and closing, some of my final thoughts, if you're enjoying this episode and you want to find some of the previous episodes that we've done that we'll mention at the end of the episode here, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Wait For It Podcast, on Twitter at Wait For It Pod, and we're currently streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon Music, and pretty much everywhere else that you can find your favorite podcasts. But moving back into the anime here, the animation alone is really just spectacular. Studio Mappa is handling this. Uh, The animation is top-notch. The show has a lot of fight scenes, and it's got a lot of creative ways that they do the power structure. And again, some of the abilities that these characters have. The action is really cool. Everything is fast-paced, moving along, but crystal clear. The character designs are really, really neat. And while the show has a gloom look to it, pretty much because of the story, it's one that really stands out and is just really noticeable to the eye. It's really nice to look at. The show is currently subbed up to about the point that I'm watching now, and it is available in dub, I believe, a few episodes in. This show is on Crunchyroll, although the first episode in sub is available on YouTube, again, at the time of this recording. Personally, for the voice acting, it really has worked out well with a lot of the characters again when you have some of these characters that have very distinct personalities it's really turned out pretty well and i think a lot of the fun side of it has been shown just as well as some of the dark moments in the show when we talk about the opening and the closing songs they are actually both pretty good in fact i'm bringing up the closing which is not something i normally do the opening theme is called kai kai kaiten by eve and the ending theme is called lost in paradise performed by ALI. Really, really good songs, and I just really think that the opening just honestly feels iconic to me. And the ending is really, really creative. I just love the style of the drawing and the colors that pop out. Again, really just a treat to see. It may seem like recency bias, but I really think that Jujutsu Kaisen is the best anime to come out in 2020. Even with Attack on Titan now airing for its final season, which I'm really looking forward to and I'm enjoying already. This is the show that I am most excited for every single week. It has your normal anime tropes, but when a show can take those in new directions, build the world and power structure into one that's easy to follow, yet pretty unpredictable, I think that may cause us to end up having a conversation in the next few years about where this show ranks in the never-ending argument of which anime are considered the new big three. And while I could be far off on that prediction, That should speak volumes to what I think about the show and why you should be watching it right now as it airs. 
And hopefully with everything I've given you here on this episode, you have enough intrigue to go check out the show. There's a couple other episodes that you can check out that I'll recommend here, but first, here's a quick mention to our affiliate for the episode, Buzzsprout. Podcasting isn't that hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed if you're looking to start a new podcast or you're an existing podcaster looking to get serious. Buzzsprout can get your show listed in every major podcast platform. You'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, and tools to promote your episode. Now, you can start with some gear that you already have in a quiet space, but if you want to upgrade, they have tons of guides that help you find the right equipment and to find them at the right price. So really, what are you waiting for? Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it's one of the best ways to help support our show. Alright guys, that's it for me here. Again, if you're looking for some extra content to be able to listen to, I highly recommend Intro to Anime, a series that we've been doing. Our fourth installment, I had a friend Anya come on the show, aka Aizawa's love interest. Really, really great episode. I had a blast doing it. And if you're looking for more from this particular series, I did a Why You Should Watch episode on Maiden Abyss and Rent-A-Girlfriend recently, but there are so many more if you want to check them out. My name is Mr. Eric Almighty, and please don't forget, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and all you have to do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.